Hi there, and welcome to A Wee Blether About, a podcast from the academic skills team at UWS. My name is Linda Riches, and I'm one of the academic skills advisors at the university. So today we're going to have a chat about dissertations, because we know a lot of students will be focused on writing them at the moment. And we just thought it would be nice to do something a little bit different. So you may have heard some of our previous dissertation podcasts, but what we wanted to do was actually bring in someone who's gone through that process. So I'm joined as usual by Dr. Kevin Wilson, one of my fellow academic skills advisors. Hi, Kevin. Hi there. Um, but today we're delighted to be joined by Margarita Michael, who is a former UWS student. Hi, Margarita. Hello. Thanks for joining us today. So we're going to have a chat with Margarita about her experience of writing a dissertation. In fact, should say right at the start, you've written two dissertations. So you've done an undergraduate dissertation and a master's dissertation, which is very impressive. Um, and hopefully just chatting to Margarita and getting a little bit of knowledge about her experience will help those of you out there who are sort of either doing an undergraduate dissertation or a master's dissertation at the moment. So I think, Kevin, you're going to kick off, aren't you, with just a few questions for Margarita? Yep. So I wanted to think about topic first um, and, and kind of ask some questions about this, because this is something that a lot of students kind of do, do have a lot of trouble with or spend a lot of time thinking about. And I just wanted to ask Margarita, can you give us a brief overview, firstly, of what your dissertation was about and why you chose this topic? So my undergraduate dissertation was... Um, titled as an investigation into the public attitudes on migration. So I was looking at two countries and um, I was trying to find the differences and potential differences in the attitudes um, between the two countries. Um, I would say for me, choosing a topic was not too hard because I was actually interested in what I was researching. I was very interested in the topic. So um, it was easy to just, let's say, build a dissertation around it. And I know a lot of people struggle to find a topic that they're interested in and then obviously research for in an undergraduate degree is a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it was um, quite easy. I was interested in a topic. So I thought, OK, I'll find some um, gaps. And I did. Yeah. And I researched yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, I think that um, it's great, you know, advice. It was something we spoke about is you need to be interested in it. It's such a long time that you're going to be thinking about something. And if you don't like it, then you'll really well hate it by the end of the uh, at the end of the process. So finding something you're interested in straight away, yeah. a, a great piece of advice. And I mean, another thing I would note there is the fact that Marguerite, I was able to kind of summarise the, the dissertation so succinctly. I think mm. that's a really good sign, you know, and that's not something that happens straight away. But I think it's something that you can get. That you should be aiming to be able to do. You know, if somebody puts you in the spot and says, "What it's what is it about?" and you can kind of give an overview of it in that really quick way, it's a good sign that you you're really researching well. You know, and the opposite is true. If you ask somebody about it and they go on for about you know ten minutes, try to tell you what it's about, it's sometimes a sign that they don't really know what it's about. Frankly, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. So definitely that idea of of having that that topic in mind. Um, and so, so for you, that really wasn't a problem. Was it the same with the masters? Was that did you take that topic and develop it further? Oh, it was very different, very okay. very different. Um, well, with the undergraduate, over the years, um, your course is kind of preparing you for mm-hmm. having to choose a topic and 
you do different uh, modules and then you find topics that you're interested in. So it's a whole process. In a postgraduate, obviously, it's just a year, if not some years. So you don't have that much time to think about something that might interest you. Um, with my postgraduate, it was I I'd done a class on security and war and drones, and I was surprisingly very interested in it. Um, I even surprised myself. So then I just started um, researching the topic and I spoke to different um, academic staff and then I just came up with a topic and researched it. But it was very, very different from the undergraduate one. So did that that kind of developed a bit over time from having seen something you were interested in and then thinking, oh, I wonder if there's something in that. Yeah. Yes, yes. And after having done the undergraduate one, you know the process. So you know you you know what the steps that you have to take when choosing a topic. So yeah, I would say it was easy for me. I would consider myself very lucky on um how the process was for me to choose a topic. I was lucky because I was interested in both topics that I done. And yeah. What, what would you say to students who are not that sure or it's take, it's they're finding it difficult to, to try and focus? Would you just encourage them to do a lot of reading around different topics and think of different angles and different sort of ways of thinking about it? Yes, I would say reading, but also talking to academic staff. Um, yeah. I can't stress that enough because um, obviously they have done their bit of research and they have connections and they know a lot more than what we know when we're students. Mm-hmm. So just showing interest and showing that you're struggling is never is never a bad thing. It's actually showing that you're interested in. Mm-hmm. They can help out, just direct you towards something. No one's going to tell you this is what you should do and do it this way, but yeah. you can get a good direction. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's great. Um, kind of summaries where I love the the role of, of the staff at this stage, you know, it's, it's to point you and to direct you. And also that you, you know, you have to have, have you know, ideas and, and have done some kind of work. You know, you can't get pointed in a direction if you don't even know what you're, what you want to, where you are, where you're standing. You know, it's the more work you've done, even if you're, as you're saying, Margarita, you're, you're feeling a bit confused or you don't really know, you probably know more than you think you do. And if you've done a lot of reading, sometimes you can just speak to somebody and they give you that kind of, insight into an idea or a direct a push down a certain direction and you realize that the stuff that you've been looking at suddenly kind of has so much more relevance and that your your idea will come come out of it quickly or come out of it yeah. you know i think the other thing is just to not to try and force it and and i hope that you know margaret's kind of example here is that often these things develop over a wee bit of time um you know they don't happen suddenly yeah. So um, maybe we want to start thinking a little bit now, just talking about the stages of the um, dissertation. So we've talked in the past about those different stages, the literature review, the methodology, the discussion. And I think, Kevin, you had a question for Margarita about the literature review part. Yeah. So the literature review, and I remember speaking to Margarita about her literature review, which ended up being excellent, obviously. Um, but, we, you know, it's something that we've spoken to students a lot about and something we've spoken about a lot on the podcast in the past is about undertaking a literature review. I wanted to ask Margarita, how did you find the experience? And is there any advice you would give to students still in the midst of doing one or perhaps those students yet to begin it? <clears throat> so a literature review is very critical, in my opinion anyway, um, for the development of the dissertation in total. Um, there's a lot of reading, so it can get very, very tough 
especially when you have reading on other courses or modules. So mm. um, I would say being organized and organizing what you're reading. I found it very easy to just label everything. So I've done a, um, an Excel spreadsheet and I put the titles of everything, dates, the links. So if I went on that spreadsheet, I could just find everything I've read. I've labeled them according to um, the, um, I would say, theme I was reading. So um, it's divide and organize everything. So when you go back to it, it's just very easy to work through it because you read a lot of sources and one thing leads to another and then another and another. So it's very easy to get lost in it. And I've seen so many of my, um, of my classmates do it um, and it can get very stressful. So I would say, yes, being organized yeah. is number one. No, that's great advice. And I don't know if you've ever been there, but I mean, I'm, I know myself um, and I think you spoke about this past is, you know, sometimes you can read things and then if you don't take a note of it, I mean, I've been there before. I've read something and then not taken a note of it and then read it two months later and thought it was something new. And it's only after it's been a few hours reading <laughs> it, I realized I already read it because I didn't write it down, you know. So yeah, keeping a note, keeping track, a spreadsheet. I love the idea of that, right? Super organized. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, and I think it's um, and thinking about the themes as well, because that's really what that's where you start to to really kind of uh, wrestle with the, the writing process as well. It's not just reading and, and we're reading. I mean, reading is one of these things where you can always feel like you're doing work when you're reading stuff, but you'll know yourself, Margarita, that you could read everything in the world on a topic, but if you never touch that keyboard and start writing, then, you know, you're never going to have a literature review. So mm-hmm. it's um, it's about starting getting that to that stage where you can start writing it as well. Absolutely. Was there a point at which, Margarita, where you felt, I've, I've got the literature and I can now start putting that down on paper? Did that take quite a long time to get to that point? Um, yes, it's hard to tell because there's mm. so much out there to read yeah. and, um, you can just keep adding and adding and adding and yeah. <laughs> yeah. um, forever. So yeah. having really a good plan and again, being organized is useful because you know what you're looking for. You don't want to expand into something else that your dissertation is not really like related to or your question. And at that point, I, I don't think I even had a question. I had a title and I knew what I was researching. I, I knew what I was looking for and the kind of gap in research I was looking to find. But your question won't come until even after the literature review, in my in my experience anyway. Because it's hard. It can change because the more you read, the more you find. You might have a question and focus on a gap and then, boom, you found something that basically answers your research question. So it can change, but it can change towards something good. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and from that, when you had to move on to the methodology, um, a lot of students struggle with the methodology because it sometimes feels quite separate to everything else. What did you do for your methodology? Did you do primary research or not? And, and how did you tackle the methodology? Well, the methodology for me was, I would say, the hardest chapter. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, I think it was the first <laughs> chapter of my dissertation too. It was just so long. Um, okay, so for my methodology, yes, I've done primary research. And I was doing a a comparative um, research as well. So I was comparing to different countries, obviously. So primary research involves a lot, a lot. So um, 
having the ethics approved and talking about the ethics and how many ways in how many ways you can do um, the primary research. So I think Kevin was very helpful <laughs> with that because we had to I had to explain why did I not choose that way and why did I choose the way I'm doing it and just basically justify every single decision that you make mm-hmm. um, to um, carry out your dissertation. So um, you have to be very clear. And you have to, if if someone pulls you out from that and asks, why did you do it that way? You have to have an answer. You have yeah. to justify every move. So, yeah, I would say I would say it's the hardest for me. It's the hardest chapter, but that was from my undergraduate one. From a postgraduate one, I done secondary, so it was just a completely different. <laughs> so was that? So that was obviously a different experience. Then was that difficult because you didn't have primary research or? you know, was it difficult to then think about justifying those decisions that you made for what you included in the in the masters? Yeah, I would say I struggled. I struggled to um put it together and just, you know, you you try and cover every single aspect of your dissertation and the methodology. You're basically basically summarizing everything you've done yeah. um, and why you have done it and what was the aim. So yeah, by reading a methodology chapter, you can kind of tell what this person has done in their research and why. So, yeah, for my postgraduate one, it was a lot shorter. It was a <laughs> yeah. chapter. Because there wasn't um, as much to discuss, really. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, of course, when you, I, I, didn't never have, I never had to deal with people. So I never had to interview anyone, which is a lot more complicated. I just had to deal with data. I just had to explain why did I choose the data that I chose and what did it mean and what does it mean, sorry, and then just data, no people. No people. <laughs> I mean, I, I think just to, to reiterate the point here, and this is probably what some people who might be at a stage where they're maybe struggling with their methodologies, just exactly what Margarita said there, which is that, um, you know, that the why of it, and this is what uh, the mistake that some people some people will make is just to just to tell tell you what they did. So it's like, you know, this is we we chose to do question. I chose to do questionnaires. I chose to speak to these people. It's it's basically a description of what happened, and Margaret has been talking about it as a justification of it. And I think that's the key distinction. You know, mm-hmm. it's as if somebody's constantly asking you every turn, "Why did you do it in that way?" And that's what you know Margaret's kept saying. And, and again, that's why she's got such a good mark for it, is to think about it in that way. You know, of, of having to justify each research decision, and that's the big kind of. Which is a light bulb moment, but that's sometimes when you speak to students, that's the bit where they, they, they understand the methodology in a different way, and which sometimes gives them a lot more to, to go on with it. Yeah, we should, we should say, Margaret, I don't think we've mentioned what mark you got for your dissertation. We keep saying you did well. How did you do in your undergraduate dissertation? In my undergraduate, I got an 82. Wow, wow. that's fantastic. Well done. Right. So if you're Margaret, any students yeah. listening, then that's another uh, reason why you should be paying attention to Margaret's yeah. advice here. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think, Kevin, you wanted to then ask a little question about the discussion stage, because I think sometimes that's a tricky stage for students as well. With yeah, I mean, so the results, I mean, you know, there's there's ways, certainly as advisors, that we can talk about approach knowledge to serve you and you can talk about approach and methodology, these kind of general points of advice. You know, as advisors, we find that the, the results in discussion can be really can change considerably dependent on the dissertation. They're very much dependent on what it is you want to try and do and try and find out. So the advice for them that we can give isn't always 
you know, this isn't always an easy piece of kind of guidance for us because it really mm. depends on what the student's trying to do and it can vary a lot. So I just wanted to ask Margarita, how did, how did you find the right way to approach your results and discussion, like to make the decisions about what you needed to do um, and, and what suited best the, the, your kind of aims? Um, at the point of, yeah, I would say analysis discussion, mine was a joint chapter. So my analysis and discussion were together but separate at the same time in a way so um, that's basically you're in the last bit of the dissertation and you're just explaining that you have done something and that you've gathered this data and here's what you found so um, for me I would say it was easy I'm going to use the word easy <laughs> I dare to say easy but um, yeah I, I just basically explained everything I gathered and from the point of the researcher, what does that mean? But also keep it in mind, everything that you've discussed and everything that you've, yeah, kind of laid out in the literature review. So you have to connect those two yeah. pieces of the work because um, you show that there is a link and you're actually tackling the gap in the research that you're looking at. So for me, it was very easy, I would say. Um, I just used some examples of my interviews, always re remaining anonymous, of course. And um, I just made my point very clear with um, the data that I have gathered. Um, it, it, yeah, I don't know. So there's think so it, many different ways to do it. Of I course. take it by that point, there was a sort of direction you knew that it was headed in and it was about yeah. making sure that that was as robust as possible. Yeah. It was clear. And again, again, being very organized because you have at that point, you have a lot of data, especially if you do um, primary research. You have all these interviews and everything, that you, all the transcripts. Oh, what a nightmare. <laughs> um, that was that was a tough part as well, the transcripts. But um, yeah. you have all this data and you have to go over it and code it and then put it in a thematic analysis. So I had done a thematic analysis for my dissertation. And you just have to be very to the point because you can include, again, you can include all everything that you've gathered and then mm. it never makes sense. So you have to be very concise and very specific about what you're going to include. And at that stage, you're at the end of the dissertation as well. So you do not have that word um, okay. yeah. kind of yeah. flexibility <laughs> that you wish you had. In the master's dissertation, how did the discussion differ and was that more difficult the discussion because you didn't have that you know that primary data to look at as well yeah it was very different um yeah a lot harder i would say in my postgraduate because again i was depending on secondary data so i was depending on what other people have already found or um governmental data and yeah it was kind of again i had to be very concise and i had to just put very specific things that answer my research question because you can include again all kinds of data that there is out there and it won't make sense you have to be very 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 specific and make your point clear because mm. even a person who doesn't know anything about the topic and is reading it it needs to make sense they need to understand what you have found and what you have there and that you've done something so yeah yeah, so that was that was a that was that was that one of the toughest bits then. Yeah, I would say for my postgraduate, it was a tough bit because it was more of a case study. I was and and the topic itself, it was very complicated. So I had to make it make sense. Mm. 
the language used because I was looking at artificial intelligence and all kinds of new things that some of it I don't even understand. So I had to make sure <laughs> um, whoever was going to read it, it, it makes sense and it's clear. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess we then want to just move on to maybe the sort of dissertation experience as a whole. And I know for you, you've had two different, slightly different experiences. Um, we have talked in the past about students enjoying a dissertation. Did you enjoy your dissertations, either of them or both of them? I, oh, dissertations are my thing now. <laughs> <laughs> I really, really, really enjoyed it. And I actually got to the point where I missed it after I finished. Yeah. I dare to say that again <laughs> as well. Um, and it's hard to find people that do because it can be such a tough process, especially in the undergraduate, if you're doing it with other modules and other coursework, it can get, it can just get, you can very easily get sick of it, especially mm-hmm. if it's a topic that you're not enjoying it. Yeah. So um, yeah, number one advice again is choose something that you you won't you'll try not to get sick of mm-hmm. by the end. Um, because it's very hard, even for me, that I choose topics that I like. It can just get it can it, that's all you can think about yeah. when you're doing it. That's all you can think about and doing well in it. So yeah, it was it was a good experience for me, both of them. That's good. That's good to hear. You know. So- um, in terms of man- like managing your time, I think you've kind of t- 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 touched on it earlier on about being organised, but you know, it's something we get asked about a lot. Um, and if you get any advice, especially for those in fourth year, I think we- we've touched on that idea that if you're in fourth year, it's a slightly different experience, albeit the dissertation might be shorter, but then if you're in postgrad, but that you've got all these other modules and assessments. So do you have any advice? For anybody in fourth year who's likely trying to juggle the requirements of dissertation with learning assessment from other modules just in terms of how to do it or how to prioritize was that and worked that, that works really well for you mm. um in my last year of my undergrad i would say the one thing i've seen in me was i was doing everything well in advance so if i had an assessment i was already finished with it a week before the deadline because you never know what's going to happen. If you get feedback from your supervisor that you need to um, redo this part of the chapter or um, look at it again, that's something that can stress you out so, so quickly. And then when you have all these other things to do at the same time, it can get too much. So just finishing everything in advance, finishing everything a week earlier if you can, if you have the time, um, do it do it yeah. never leave anything last minute <laughs> last year never yeah no i mean that's great advice and particularly mm-hmm. the, the the idea that the, the dissertation can throw up things which you suddenly have to deal with you know and if you've not mm-hmm. got that much time because you've got something else to do it's just it's almost impossible to fit it around so you know you're right giving yourself uh, doing stuff further in advance just allows you that flexibility to, to introduce mm-hmm. tasks which again you might come up at short notes the dissertation or something that you that you have to do or in, engage with mm-hmm. um that's definitely great advice yeah yeah anything else any last comments margarita that you know to anybody who's going through this just now and maybe we get a lot of students who are quite worried or just you know just finding it difficult you know can you give them a little bit of a little bit of hope a little bit of encouragement for um for keeping going I'm laughing because <laughs> I don't know if I should be saying this, but it's going to end. It's, yes. <laughs> there is an end to it. There is an, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. There is an end to it. Um, 
the advice I've given to other students like that reached out to me is just enjoy it just enjoy Mm -hmm. the process of it it's your last year it's your own piece of work so just make the most of it because you don't get you don't get to do that um, a lot of times (laughs) especially if you don't if you're not planning to go on to a master's or then a PhD you're not going to do it so it's your own piece of work just have a good relationship with your supervisor which is very 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 important Uh, good communication um, with your supervisor Um, just use that use them resources that you're offered obviously the academic skills I can't I can't stress enough how important it was to me and the support I've been given um, and I wish I, ha- I was using the service <laughs> from second, <laughs> third year before. And I even had this podcast. The podcast would have been so good. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Use the resources that I offer to students. Um, yeah. Very important. Yeah. Well, that's great. You're going you're gonna to help other people who are listening now and who are going through that process now. So you're giving, you're giving something back to them, which is brilliant. So um, I think we just want to say a really big thank you, Margarita, for taking the time out to speak to us. Really appreciate it. And for us, it gives us actually, um, you know, some good knowledge and hearing how the experience has been for you um, is really helpful. Um, and just to say to anybody out there, remember that we've got, you know, dissertation support resources. So as well as um, podcasts, and we've now got a, a little series really of podcasts about the dissertation process. You can have a one hour dissertation appointment to chat about um, your dissertation in a bit more detail. Um, and you can find that by just looking at the careers and skills website and the appointments there. And as always, we'd love your comments and any feedback on the podcast. And if there's a topic you'd like us to have a wee blether about, then please drop a line to skills at uws.ec.uk. So thanks, Margarita. Thank you. Take care. Thank thanks, you. Kevin. Um, and thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you.